much. Good evening to all of you. Welcome. My name is Jamel Tony. Good evening, everyone. I'm Lakeisha, and welcome to Progressively Becoming. Uh, I bought the same morning devotion. <laughs> welcome to Progressively Becoming, y'all. Thank y'all for joining us for another conversation. As always, as you're getting on, make sure you like, comment, and share, and let somebody know PB is on now. We are in the building, and every Tuesday right here, 7 p.m. sharp. Yeah, that, 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 it's that, that introduction music. I, I, I don't know if, if you, if you listen to it, but if you have any rhythm in you, and I have, I have completely none. Right, my wife taught me uh, taught me to dance, um, and it's two words. It's called the two step. Two step. And, um, she taught me how to do the two step, and I mean, you can do the two step to absolutely anything. Anything and everything. I mean, you can do the two step to Luther. You can do the two the you can do the two step uh, to Kirk Franklin. You can do the two step to Marvin Sapp. You can do the two step to anything. You can do the two step. About that intro that has the vibes all the way up. So good evening to all of you. Uh, thank you for all of those watching us on our Facebook channels, whether you're watching us on Progressively Becoming or even the Place of Exchange. Good evening to all of you. Thanks for watching us on our YouTube channel. What's happening to our YouTube family and those of you that are watching us on our website right now. Again, if you know somebody that's not social media savvy, go ahead and send them to our website, www.progressivelybecoming.com. We are live on there as we speak. And good evening to all of you. Good morning uh, to those of you that will be listening to us on all of our podcast outlets, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, or major podcast outlets. Go ahead, subscribe now and get notified when we are live. I'm excited about tonight's conversation. I see you in running on i've been running, running for, for jesus, jesus a long time. time and i'm not tired yet whoa running for jesus <laughs> hey running y'all yeah take a breath through that so yes so i'm grateful yes for another conversation tonight is going to be one of those conversations that is going to be life-changing and impactful as always um don't forget thursday morning devotions right here 6 a.m. sharp. Will we be praying with you and for you? So make sure you tag someone, invite someone, but make sure that you are there as well. If you have any prayer requests that you want to send to us sooner than Thursday, please go over to www.progressivelybecoming.com. That's it. Yeah. Um, send us your prayer requests as well as send us your testimonies. Um, you know, we want to hear updates. Um, yes. You know, some are not here it is some updates are not updates we we prayed for right. nonetheless it did not mean god did not answer right, right? right um and we have to understand that his ways are higher than our ways and bigger than our ways and um so again we we tune ourselves into what into what the will of god is um and we pray for his will to be done yet at the same time god he petitions us to make our request known. Mm -hmm. uh, so we make our request known and we pray that our request is in line with God's will. Um, so whatever prayer requests, whatever updates that you have, go ahead and send it to our website. Um, let us know so that we can update the this, this group of prayer warriors that praise. Um, it's clear that we overcome, we are victorious. We can, we feel we can keep moving on um, when we hear the testimonies of someone else. Um, it's something to know that God brought them out. It gives me, it gives me faith. It gives me mm -hmm. confidence to know, wow, if God did it for right. Janelle, if he did it for Lakeisha, if, right. if he did it for Georgia Carter, then I know that God is going to do it for me. Right. Um, help us help someone else with their faith. Right. Um, exactly. In yeah. And make sure you join us for Sunday Exchange, right here at 9 o'clock a.m. every Sunday, the Place of Exchange Worship Center. I know I'm just going to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, I know I sound a little deep right now. My, my, my voice is hoarse, sound a little deep, but I'm just, you know, dealing with the cold or mucus. So, y'all. You have mucus. Y'all just <laughs> continue to hold a girl up. 
You have you have mucus in your throat. Cause <laughs> it's been rough this last week for your girl. She been going through it over here, and no, it's not COVID. But uh, it's, it's not COVID. But um, she she going through it. But I know y'all hear the deepness. So just so y'all don't spread no rumors. Oh, she's sick. She got COVID. I don't. I just got a cold and little bronchitis going on. But I'm gonna be good. Yeah. So hopefully you know all that the 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 whores you smacking on. Preferably yes. our our listening audience will not will not hear the conversation as well as the whores that is that is that is smacking. Well, um, let me tell you, because you I, really going hard on those whores. Because right I'm trying to make sure I don't cough. And what I try to do, like I try to do a little sip of my tea that I have right here, y'all. That's a nice cup. And what had happened was I didn't realize that the tea was so hot. And burnt my both my lips right before, <laughs> right before we came on. So, yeah. But a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. No, um, Miss Tammy, it's not pollen. It's it's just acute bronchitis, and it's either that or and and allergies associated with that. I have a huge allergy to dust, and dust is in the air. So, yeah. <laughs> not at our home, but dust is in the but air. Dust though. is everywhere. So I'm working through both. So um, it is. It's all good. But I just want y'all to know that that's the reason for the deepness, and not because I choose to talk like that. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm gonna put you on a prayer line Thursday. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Because yeah. the girl been going through it. Yeah. Because this coughing that she has at night is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I mean, I wake up early. I, I mean, I'm up like you know, like my time is like five a.m. and. <laughs> Look, I can't I help I try to be a compassionate husband. He but sometimes I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Like, what? it's 2.30, really? But think of how I'm feeling for the person that's doing the coughing. Like, I'm, I'm trying to sleep and I can't because the cough just want to take over. <laughs> but any who's DU, Discipleship University, is going down this Thursday. If you haven't registered, registered I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know why you, what you what you're looking at me for. After this, make sure you go over and register. It will be in the comments. You can just click on the link and you can just go to the top where it says discipleship you or even if you miss it and you scroll down, you can see the big register now. We would love for you to subscribe, but subscribing doesn't register you, so make sure you hit where it says register. Register, register this Thursday. 6 30 p.m sharp sharp yeah you just be there just be there um we're, we're going to have some contemporary insight on what being a disciple and what discipleship is all about that's it Kimish. uh discipleship university uh sharon says ginger ginger lemon honey and black seed oil you know i would love to hear uh some of these some of these remedies. some of these remedies that that people have for sore throats i'll take it all because at this point y'all i'm desperate like, like i've been trying know, it like, all been doing it yeah. all i mean we I, we've heard some we've heard we've heard if if, if your baby and we moving on to the conversation <laughs> we've heard if your baby <laughs> has if your baby has a fever put, potato. put potatoes in, in their socks right I, I i can't say it don't work all i'm saying is i've i've never tried it but okay so if y'all babies have fevers go on ahead and boil y'all some idaho potatoes <laughs> make sure you peel it boil some idaho potatoes i don't think you boil it, it. Your... i don't think you boil it i think yeah? you put it in there raw so raw socks help me out yo that that hurts <laughs> i know sister carter i know you heard that put it in your sock i think it's raw i don't think you boil it okay but we're gonna wait for sister carter and I don't know, Sister Stevenson on the line, but y'all, you know, y'all, y'all veterans out there. I was we are potatoes in the Where's Sister Bullock and, and Sister Nancy? Else, I know they know about this. What else we heard? They, what, what else? It, it's, you put I, something on your forehead in a piece of paper bag, like wet the paper bag yeah, and put stuff on the forehead. Bag. Listen, I, mm -hmm. my grandfather used to do, and we moving on to the conversation. He used to do for for aches. Vicks on the bottom. Vicks on the bottom. I heard that. My what, my, you, my grandfather used, used to do um paper bags. <laughs> And mustard. You get a paper okay. bag with some mustard, and you put it on your eggs, and you wake up in the morning, and everything is everything is good to go. But oh, just oh, a that, slice. Oh, the paper bag on your forehead for hiccups. Okay. Well, I know about Flash. the Vicks on the bottom of your feet because when Tyler used to get sick, mm -hmm. you used to have that boy 
mental up. down. Got you. Like from the head to the toes, the back, the mm-hmm. under. Poor thing. So, so tonight, I'm going to put a raw potato on your feet. But I don't have a fever. I'm going to put a paper bag on your forehead. But I don't and, have the hiccups. And, and some mustard on your chest. <laughs> and we're going to clear all this good night, good night. Night comedy share. We're going to talk about tonight. Good night. <laughs> Conversation. All right. The month of February we um has been deemed heart month. And over the last four weeks, we have been discussing <laughs> the heart. Oh, Lord. Mix and onions. Lord have I don't know about no onions. Mm, 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 mm. Mix and onions. You can miss me with them onions oh, on my, my feet. Mm, mix and onions. Woo. We have discussed in great detail. I'm going to take this out. We have discussed in great detail the physical heart, the emotional heart. And last week we talked about the spiritual heart. And last week was a great one. Just call this a eater on your Lord. Oh, just going down here, ain't we? I'd rather eat, I'd rather eat um, garlic than an eater onion. Mm-mm. Lord Jesus, and the garlic is pretty bad. <laughs> Last week, come on, y'all. We got the focus. Last week, we had a great conversation with Bishop Willie Jones Jr. And all I'm going to tell you is in order to get the full effect of that conversation and that discussion, please go back and listen and go back and watch it because it was full of insight. It was full of knowledge. It was full of wisdom and instruction and direction on us progressively becoming and a recap of it wouldn't do it any justice so for real go back and take a look and take a watch and take a listen last week um we dropped another episode of 15 at 6 it was entitled coping with loss and it was part two of that series um, so if you haven't listened to it, make sure you go and you listen to it. If you don't, if you haven't downloaded the podcast, go to any streaming podcast and download it so that you can be a part of those episodes. Because every month we provide um, encouragement, motivation, and instruction on our progressively becoming journey. So in that episode, I discuss dealing with the loss of children, and this is something that Jamel and I. We've never really discussed in detail openly until now. So tonight we're going to frame tonight's conversation because we have to learn that everything that we have been through is not only for the benefit of us, but it's also the benefit to help someone else. Yeah. So before we begin, (laughs) let's, let's define a few terms, right? Um, we've been talking about the heart over the last few weeks. Um, the heart is considered the seat of life. It is the mind. It is your soul. Your soul consists of your character, your thoughts, and your feelings. Uh, um, your heart is your mind. Um, it is your spirit. It is your entire emotional uh, nature and understanding. Trauma trauma is an event okay it can be an event any event that causes psychological physical Mm -hmm. um emotional emotional or even mental harm right um so and at some point in all of our lives um at at some point in all of our lives Mm -hmm. if if we keep living Mm -hmm. um if we are born and if we keep living long enough at, at some point in our lives we will all experience some type of trauma Right. Trauma is inevitable. Um, and it will happen no matter how old you are, no matter how much you try to avoid it, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you fast, no matter how much you try to be a morally good person, a trauma will happen in our lives. Right. You cannot experience trauma and it not impact your heart. Right. The question is not. Did the trauma affect me? That That's not the question. Because it did. Mm-hmm. The question is, to what degree has my mind, my character, my thoughts, my feelings, my spirit, and my emotions been impacted? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are dealing with unaddressed and unhealed trauma to the heart. Right. Right. And if the point of progressively becoming 
is to become what God has intended, you must know without doubt that it was not and it is not the intentions and plans of God for us to become broken. Mm -hmm. Right? God does not want us broken. Can Can you put that in the chat as we get started? God does not want us personalizing. God does not want me broken. Right. God does not want me broken. And we know this because trauma, we know this because trauma has impacted us personally and has impacted us greatly. Right. And we're going to talk about that tonight. Right. Yeah. So, um, for me, it, uh, initially started, um, back in 2002 and make sure you go and listen to the, the podcast because I think it'll be very helpful for those that may have dealt with this. So in 2002, um, I was, um, pregnant and I developed, uh, what they call preeclampsia and, not to get into the specifics of that condition, um, but it does elevate your high, your blood pressure and it causes um, complications for you and the baby. And the only way to remedy, to, to remedy that situation is that you have to deliver the baby. So in 2002, I was about 26 weeks pregnant or almost 26 weeks pregnant. And I developed preeclampsia. And we had to, I had to have an emergency C-section to deliver the baby. And my daughter, Ciara, she was born one pound, nine ounces. And she was um, born October, I'm sorry, August 20th of 2002. And two days later, she passed away. Now, during that time that she was in the ICU she was very sick and then me personally I was still very sick so I didn't even get a chance to see her until the day that she passed away and that was you know traumatic in and of itself because for one it was an emergency delivery I went to the doctor you know got checked and next thing I know I'm being rushed to the hospital rushed to delivery rushed rushed to have a c-section because preeclampsia was threatening my life and the life of my unborn daughter. So during that time, you know, I lost her on, like I said, August 22nd of 2002. And during that time, it was traumatic because the hospital that I was in, actually after I had her, they put me on the floor where all the other mothers just had their baby. And it's like, I'm hearing other babies and, you know, other babies crying and stuff it was just a traumatic experience for me all around and during that time I'll never forget it was um Elder Baldwin she called me on the phone to pray with me after the loss of my daughter and she's just like oh you know thank God and you know I want you to open up your mouth and you know give God thanks and give God praise and I told her I couldn't do that I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I told her in the moment, I cannot do that because I was upset with him. I was upset. Why did he let this happen to me? You know, why did he let me experience giving birth to, you know, only watch my child die two days later because I watched her die once they brought her into, once they took me to her and mind you, I was still really sick, but they told me that she pretty much wasn't going to make it. And they wanted me to see her. So when I came in, there, you know, she has all the IVs, they have the tubes down her throat, but at the same time, that's not working. So they're trying to bag her with the, the oxygen bag and you can just see her oxygen levels going down. And, and I had to watch as her heartbeat just, you know, continue to decrease until it stopped. So no, I didn't want to give God thanks. I didn't want to give God praise because I was upset with him. I was angry with him and I felt like he allowed and he let this happen to me. So in that moment, no, I didn't want to talk to God. I didn't want to hear God. I didn't want to pray to God. I didn't want you to tell me about God. I didn't want to hear none of that in that moment because I was hurt. I was angry and I was traumatized from that experience. And 
Um, it took me some time, you know, to, to get past that. And that is something that I'll never get over. Like I still mourn for the loss of her. I, it, I can remember it like it was yesterday, but you know, thanks be to God, you know, two years later, I did have Tyler. I went through the same thing. It's just that his result was a miracle. He was born at 28 weeks. He was two pounds and now he's 19 and he stayed in the hospital for two and a half months from when he was born. But every day I was there, every day I was praying to God, every day I was singing to him and God brought him out. Yeah, it's, 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 <coughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, <coughs> it's something that we can go through things. And I mean, if we all honest, like we, we, we all have been there. If we are honest, we all have been there in situations where it's like trauma happens, and we're in our minds like, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to hear, I, I don't want to hear this, like, uh, because that we are at our emotional height, and you may not want to hear that God is there and that God loves you, because in your mind it's like, if He is here and if He does love me, like, okay, well, why am I going through this? Right. You know, it's that it's called the Odyssey, like, why does you know, bad things happen to good people. If God right. is all knowing or powerful, then why doesn't he intervene and cause his things to work out for us? Yet at the same time, when you was going through it with Tyler, you knew the only person that can get Tyler through was God. Right. It's like God puts us in corners sometimes <laughs> when it's like, I have you in the corner. I right. know you're upset with me. Right. Yet the only way you're going to get out is through me. Right. You know, and and, and that, 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 that is something that speaks volumes to to your humanity. Go. go ahead. I'm gonna I'm let you talk. Okay. Okay. I need one moment. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta get this coffee. Yeah. She she coffee right? <laughs> live. We're live, right? Yeah. But but that is so true. It it, it is it is our humanity um, that does not you know want us to want us to lean on God in moments that we have to. Um, I, I wasn't around during that time that Lakeisha went through this this traumatic ex experience. Um, I remember seeing her and remember seeing the emotional toil and the emotional trauma um, that she went through because of all of that. And then what I could, can remember is at the funeral, someone pretty much told me, oh, it's going to be all right. You can have more kids. Don't worry, it's going to be okay. And in that moment, I'm like, did you really just say that to me? And it's just like, sometimes you, if you don't know what to say, yeah. then it's best, you know, not to say anything yeah. at all. Because yeah. yes, I probably can have more children at that time, but my child is dead now. I just lost my child. Yeah, so it's just like, you have to be careful on your wording when it comes to things in that nature. So in 2014, um, Jamel and I, we got pregnant, mm -hmm. you know, and exciting time for us. You know, this was going to be our first child together and we was excited. I remember telling, we, we got the word out on Father's Day that we were having a baby and we went through testing, you know, that they normally do for your normal blood work. And they did uh, some genetic testing. And also they said we would be able to find out the sex of our baby with those tests. So, you know, we're excited. <laughs> and they test you for the uh, abnormal chromosomes. So like the Down syndrome, um, which is trisomy 21, trisomy 13, trisomy 18. And keep in mind, I had no idea Besides Down syndrome, I've never heard of the other two trisomies. So I went to the doctor. We did our blood work. And, you know, this particular day I had to go for the results by myself because Jamel had to work. And never once did I fret that anything would be wrong with the baby. Never once did I have anything. My main thing that I was worried about at the time was my blood pressure. Because after I had Ciara, even though they said once you deliver your blood pressure issues would go away. Mine didn't. So I've always continued to have it since 2002. So my main thing was just like, I didn't want to develop preeclampsia again. I didn't want this to happen to my baby again. Never once did I think about anything else being wrong with him. So when I went to the doctor, they gave us the, gave me the results that you're having a boy, 
was excited. Oh, you know, we're having a son. But then they advised that one of the tests came back positive. And that was for trisomy 18, which is called Edwards syndrome. And pretty much what that is, is your baby develops too many chromosomes. And normally we have an X and a Y chromosome. Out that condition, your baby develops three different chromosomes. And that condition is considered not compatible with life. Um, you, the, if, if the baby survives, they would pretty much be in a state where they can't, you know, a lot of them can't talk. They can't breathe they without. It was, it was the, they, there was no quality of life. Right. Yeah. So it's a lot of issues that comes along Severe with that. autism. Right. Um, the inability to speak. Um, cleft lift, lip. Right. Um, legs would be like inverted. Right. Um, the heart would be severely like defected. And I remember, you, I remember my wife called me. I was at work, um, and she called me, and she, she was just coming from the doctor's office. Right. You was in downtown Brooklyn. I was in New Jersey, and you called me, and she just began to cry. And in my mind, those of you that know me, in in my mind, I'm like, everything is everything is going to be okay. Like you could not tell Jamel Tony that this was not going to be okay. Right. I, I I was convinced that everything was going to be all right. Um, uh, I remember when getting home that night, and we talked about it, and we're like, "This is this is not good." Mm. Um, and I remember us going to re repeated doctors' offices, right. and it got to a point where because the doctors was aware of my wife's condition, um, in their minds, they had already terminated this child in their minds. Right. Like they, they knew that this child wasn't going to make it. Right. So the, the concern, the quality of care diminished greatly. I mean, greatly. It, it, it was like, okay, you know, come in for a checkup. And every checkup it was, Okay, this is what we see on the sonogram now, mm -hmm. and oh, oh yeah, can you can, can you see the lip? And oh yeah, can you see the legs? Mm -hmm. Oh, it looks like um, there's a valve missing in his heart. Mm -hmm. Every week, it was something else, and the quality of care for her just greatly diminished. Right. Um, and I remember it, it. It was it was a traumatic experience for us because here we are. What is supposed to be one of the happiest moments of our life. Right. And here we are with a child in my wife's belly that at any moment could die. And I'm just like, God, this cannot be happening. Right. Every doctor's report came back with something else that they see. Another result, another test, another another issue. Mm -hmm. And I think I shared this with some people. I remember driving to, to Jersey. I remember driving to work one day. And I'm I'm in tears crying. And I'm I'm literally banging on the steering wheel. And I'm like, God, this cannot be happening. Like, there's no way that this is happening. And for a moment, I became like self-consumed because I said these words: this cannot be happening to me. Right. Like no way. Like no I way. preach, I pray, I serve, I do, I do everything God you want me to do. And what should be the happiest moment of my life is now one of the frustrating and traumatic experiences that I have I have ever gone through. And I'm banging out this steering wheel like God, you gotta be kidding me. Mm -hmm. Like really, like 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 is this what we're doing? Right. After everything I've done for you, right. and this is where we are now, and I'm mad, I'm angry with him, and I never forget the song when the video came on, and it was a song that says "Trust Me" mm -hmm. by Richard Smallwood. If you would only mm -hmm. trust me, mm -hmm. I didn't understand what that meant. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, that was just a traumatic time yeah. for us, and it's just. Like, we're just telling the details of this story now because...
it's just so many people are dealing with different types yeah. of grief and different types of loss and it's like this is something that we never really shared openly yeah. in detail but i think that we've had some healing yeah as it relates yeah. to this situation yeah. that now we're able to yeah. you know speak to what happened to us and speak to yeah. the life of our children yeah it, 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 it was a traumatic experience that impacted our hearts our our, our our child did not make it right and we we named him tyson right so if you, tyson. if you see tyson periodically on our timeline if you see a ribbon on our timeline, it's it's an honor of our son Tyson Christopher Tony, right? right? And right. he didn't make it. And I never forget, um, we was devastated, mm -hmm. and we got phone calls from people. And I never forget this one particular phone call that I got. They got on the phone and they asked how you know, hey, how are you doing? And they said these words to me. They said, "Oh, it happens." <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> mm -hmm. Out of everything you can say to me, you're just like, oh, hey, I'm just calling to check up on you. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> really? I, I get that it happens, but I, I don't want to hear that right now. Right. I, I don't no. I don't I don't want to hear that. Hey, it, it just happens because this is what we believe. The moment we hear a heartbeat is the moment that life becomes realized. Mm -hmm. That's it. And whether or not that child was was conceived physically or not it was a person it was a human being right and we it, it, yeah it happens y'all get over it y'all can try it again and we we did try it again yeah, yeah. we did we, we tried did. it again yeah. a few times <laughs> a, a few times we tried it again after that because um the doctors all, all said that it oh you know this thing is just a fluke you know it just happens they can't explain why it happens but you know next time that you get you you know you get pregnant you should have no issues and i'm being honest with you guys we suffered many losses after tyson yeah. many losses after tyson and it, it was a rough period for us and it was a rough period for me because you know me as a woman you know, I wanted to experience a child and, you know, from birth with my husband. And I felt like I couldn't do that. And that had me in a whole nother world of emotions behind that. It's like I want him to experience, even though, you know, our kids is our kids. But I wanted to him to experience it from the conception and I couldn't give that to him. I couldn't provide that for him. So that was another ball of emotions and a, another ball of guilt on top of my children not being able to make it into the world that I personally had to deal with. And even sometimes now I still deal with that, that I couldn't give that to my husband. And, and it, it was it, 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 doing this whole experience. And I, I think it was five five um mm -hmm. unsuccessful mm -hmm. yeah yeah and 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 it's some you know it it, it got to a, a point when we was it, it was it was a financial cost to us right mm -hmm. you know it, again we're we're being transparent right um at, at one point we said hey like this is not working right. so we went to a um a fertility specialist right and you know, <laughs> that's a whole experience. A whole experience. We went to a fertility specialist, and you know, I, I remember, you know, me and my wife, and you know, they, they are going through the, the 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 procedure of you know trying to you know trying to conceive outside, and then you know, uh, planting it on the inside of her. <laughs> and I remember being there. And there was so many times. Mm -hmm. It was so many times that we would go there. And then after the experience, like I'll look at her and she'll look at me. We'd be like, this is it. Like this is, is it. this is the one. This is gonna work out. Only to discover a few weeks later the yeah. pregnancy wasn't valuable. Right. And it happened over and over and over and over again of me holding my wife's hand in this fertility specialist hospital. 
you know, praying that this is the one. This is the one. This is gonna. This is the one. This is gonna be it. This is it. And it didn't happen. And at one point, it was like not only was it financially costing us, <laughs> it was mentally costing us, emotionally costing us, and. I understood my wife. She wanted to give me something. Yet at the same time, I had to convince her that I'm not with you. So, you know, so that we can have a child together. Like God has blessed her with two beautiful boys that I call my own. You can't tell me otherwise. Like tile boys belong to Jamel T. Like that's just what it is. Um, but it was trauma that affected our heart. And I'm looking at all of your comments. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at how many of you lost children and lost your only child. And, you know, like I, I, I see all of the comments. And trauma impacts our heart. So how are we able to be healed from this trauma? It, trauma to your heart can do one of two things. It can heal you or it can artificially heal you, right? One of the ways it artificially healed me was this. All of those conversations that me and my wife got, oh, don't worry, try it again. You know, it happens to all this. It made, it put me in a position where I'm like, and I may have said this to people, I can no longer expect people to do what I expect them to. Right, right. I can't expect you to pick up the phone and be like, hey, Jamel, I'm sorry. I'm praying for you. I'm with you. I can't expect, I can't expect people to do that. Now, perhaps that's a healing that I have to come to. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps that's me just not saying I can't, I can't put my faith and my trust in you to bring me out when I know only God can. But what happened, like, for us is, I I don't know, people just don't know how to react because Tyson was never, like, physically born and you didn't see him. Maybe to some, he didn't exist. So when we lost him, it was, like, people that didn't, don't go through that or never been through that don't understand what that is. So it's like, I was pregnant and I wasn't, okay, so now let's move on. Life goes on. And it's just, like, yeah. Nah, that was my child. You know, that was my my son. And even though you didn't see him, I felt him. You know, I knew that he was there. I knew that he had life. So all I'm going to say in reference to that is you just have to be mindful when people lose someone. Like if you, you know, never lost a parent. Like, you don't know how that feels. If you never lost a child, you don't know how that feels. You can understand maybe how they're feeling, but you really don't know because that never happened to you before. So you just have to be careful on what you say. Um, Like someone said to me when my, my father passed away, oh, you'll get over it. No, I probably won't get over that. But it's just, and they don't mean any harm. It's just that you just say what you think sounds good at the moment. But you just have to be mindful and careful because your words can also add trauma to the person going through the trauma at that time. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Sister Plain, you lost your 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 oldest son again, uh, and and. And after our loss, after our losses, and and perhaps many of you after your losses, we all go through a period of grief. Mm -hmm. And all of us experience grief differently. And there's no wrong way and there's no right way to grieve a loss. Right. Right. Everybody's different. Everybody experiences, everybody goes through the grieving process differently, you know, uh, at, 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 at various levels. Um, but if you are experiencing traumatic grief and the loss of a child, whether it be a child that you gave birth to physically, mm-hmm. or maybe the loss of a child that did not have, did not have the opportunity to experience the fullness of life. Um, um, some of the symptoms for us, it included nightmares. Mm-hmm. We had difficulty sleeping. At Sister Plain still grieving, mm-hmm. right? Um, we, we, we had flashbacks till this day. My mind goes back to that experience and those experiences. My mind go back to yeah. when we found out we was actually in the car yeah. at um, <laughs> Canarsie 
was it no cross bay cross bay and yeah. at at the pier looking over the ocean yeah. and when we got the phone call from the doctor so yeah. i'll never forget never that. forget, never forget that yeah. moment again fear you have and <laughs> you have anxiety and you try to avoid all of the thoughts and the activities associated with the trauma but there are ways to cope can you put that in the comment there are ways to be healed mm -hmm. right there are ways to be healed um one of the ways that one of the ways i i don't want to say we have we are right okay this is this is a, a this is a progressive work right, right. Th th this thing is a progressive work right um one of the ways is we we focus on routine and maintaining structure mm -hmm. right it is best first to stabilize your trauma by focusing on how to regulate emotions and calm the nervous system before trying anything else. You know, sometimes we go through things <laughs> and after you come out of it, sometimes we just need to take a moment take a beat. <laughs> and just breathe mm -hmm. and just, you know, have a moment of rest mm -hmm. and have a moment where God can begin to repair your emotions and repair your scars and repair, here it is, repair your faith. Right. Because you cannot go through a traumatic experience of the heart and it not tick at your face. Yes. That happened for me. Like, I felt like, I felt like I couldn't trust God. Like, I don't, I didn't that trust so you. Wow. I don't trust you. <laughs> and powerful. I'm going to be honest. I didn't trust him in that moment. Wow. So that's why when wow. I got pregnant with Tyler, I was anticipating yeah. the same thing happening to me. Yeah. And even with Tyson. Yeah. I was anticipating, okay, this is going to happen to me again the way that it happened with me for Ciara. And I also blame myself. I was like, maybe God's paying me back for something. You know, something that I've done in my lifetime. You know, I wasn't, I didn't do everything right over, you know, over the course of my life. And, you know, maybe stuff I did when I was a teenager or a young girl, maybe this is my payback for it. So, yeah, I... I started blaming me, blaming God, and I felt that we was in the duo together, me and God. It's your fault, and it's my fault, too. But I blame you, too. <laughs> but I think, like, focusing on a routine and and maintaining structure, it'll, it helps you not to get stuck and not to get sucked up by the grief. And you have to acknowledge how you feel, like you mm -hmm. just said. And here's the thing I love about God: is God will never, He will never disavow or disregard how you feel. Right. Like mm -hmm. if, if we call Him Father, mm -hmm. then what Father does not? I don't care how illegitimate your feelings may be, right? I don't care how it may where it may stem from, because we call Him our, our Father. What father does not want their child to come to him yes. with how they feel? Mm -hmm. You have to express how you feel. You have you have to vent. Even if out of your mouth you say, God, I love you. Yeah. But right now, I'm a little upset with you. Mm -hmm. that you have that relationship yeah. that you can express how you feel to God and wait for God to respond back to you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's time out for this. God is in some faraway land. And he doesn't, he has no concern about us, right? God is concerned about how we feel, right? right. And you have right. to know that how you feel, your feelings are not uncommon, mm -hmm. right? I, I want you to put that in the car. My feelings are not uncommon. Right. What you are experiencing, someone else has. What you are feeling, someone else has. What you are going through, somebody else has and here it is this is what i love about it jesus has also right he has experienced what you feel <laughs> and experience <laughs> what you are emotionally going through and that's something that we all need to be aware of and yeah. i want you to think about it mm -hmm. right and for me like out of all the things that i've been through out of all the yeah. hurt and trauma that i've been through like i can honestly Wow. sit here now and tell you that yeah. out of all of that yeah. even the loss of my dad recently i trust god more than i've ever had and i still believe 
that he is all powerful, that he is all knowing. And I believe that he knows what he's doing. I may not understand it. I may not get it. But in my life now, I can honestly say no matter, and I, I'm, it's not cliche for me. I don't say, oh, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I still trust you. It's because I do. I trust him. I believe in him. I don't understand why it happened to me. I don't understand why it worked out that way. But I trust that he knew what he was doing. And I'm just grateful that I'm finally able to share because it may help someone else. It may be a bridge for someone else. But I'm grateful for the, the two sons that we do have. I'm grateful for the grandsons that we have. So I'm grateful for that. And that's a blessing that I get to see that. So I relish in that. I love my Noah. I love my yeah, Maverick. And <laughs> those are my babies. So it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm learning yeah. and I'm evolving yeah. and I'll never get over those losses. Never, yeah. never, never. Those kids will always be with me. Yeah. They'll be a part of me, but in it, I still have faith yeah. in God. Yeah. Scripture says, so we have not a high priest that has not been touched by our infirmities. Yet he was tempted the same manners in which we were yet without sin, right? He, he has been touched by what we are touched with. He feels what we feel. Mm -hmm. He has experienced what we experienced. Um, somebody said, find a support system. The, yeah, lean on others. Mm -hmm. Lean on uh, authentic people. Right. That will be authentic and 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 and, and offer sympathy and perhaps even empathy mm -hmm. for what you're going through. Lean on authentic people. Um, I want to. We got to go, but go ahead. I just want to say, like when yeah. when we lose someone, yeah. and I and I've said this um, to Jamel a lot. Like, I feel like when someone dies, like life just keeps going because it does. <laughs> it does. But in that moment, we expect the world to stop because mm -hmm. for a moment the world has stopped for us. Yeah. So it's like life is gonna keep going. So if someone passed away, life is moving on, and even though. You know, we are grieving and we're hurting. Un unfortunately or fortunately, we also going to have to keep going and keep yeah, moving in that life. Moving. And I just pray that, you know, you don't get stuck mm -hmm. in the grief because that part of that hurt is going to be with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. But it's just a matter on how we deal with it and how we cope with it and how we still continue to live through it continue to live through it yeah that, that that's it that's it we continue to live through it yeah tammy the word tells us things these things uh we won't understand that but what yeah yeah one day we will there are many things we we don't understand now um but we continue to live through it um i want to pray with you guys and uh, it didn't work go, but I, I, I've seen many of your chats. Yeah, Kamisha. Yeah, can, can you put that in the comments? Continue to live through it. That's it. Continue to live through it. That's what we got to do. Yeah. Got to continue to live yeah. through it. <laughs> so, Father, I pray that you will help us continue to live through it. There's a scripture that says, Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadows of death. I will fear no evil, for you are with me. God, we thank you for being Emmanuel. You are God that is with us. And God, I thank you that no matter what we experience, no matter the losses, the trauma, and even the grief that we have experiences over our life, I thank you, God, that we are here to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And that is because of your strength and your power you have been strong for us in moments of our weakness when we wanted to give up you was there fighting for us mm -hmm. so now god i pray that you would give us the boldness the courage the wisdom the grace mm -hmm. to continue to live through it mm -hmm. thank you oh god to help us progressively become Mm -hmm. the persons that you have called us to be. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. Wow. Continue to live through it. Yes. I love that. And before we go, I just have to make mention during that time of what happened Mm. with Tyson, I just got to give a shout out to my mom, my mommy, and Mm. to mom, Jamel's mom, and my sister. Mm. They was rock hard solid support for us and i just want to openly say to you guys thank you for being that support because you guys helped us tremendously through that um i think when my mom my mom-in-law like that changed our relationship to another level during that period because she was there and she was a mom to me with my mommy so um i just want to thank you three ladies out there for just being there for us during that time and your love and support as always. We love y'all. Continue to live through it. We will see y'all Thursday. Wait, wait, wait. We can't can't leave on a down note, right? Leaving on the down note. Throw your hands in the air, wave it like you just don't care and live through it. That's it. Put a smile on your face. God is able. (laughs) He's able. Smile. We are live when you're well, when you're here. We are well, we are here, and we will continue to live through it. I mean, yeah, we don't want to leave on a, a down note, but this was a topic that you this can't, heavy, yeah. but you can't, you know, you can't make can't make jokes about this thing. You know, this is a good, this was a good topic, and I, I pray that it doesn't leave you downtrodden, that it leaves you yeah. uplifted yeah. to know that what's ahead yeah. is better than what what's behind you. So. Take up, take hold of that as we leave off the line, not to be downtrodden, not to be saddened, but to have hope. Yeah. We remember and we still rejoice. Yes. Right? Yeah. We remember and yet we still rejoice. Some people may call us crazy for doing so, but I remember. And oftentimes it's my memory that causes me to rejoice. (laughs) Well, maybe this to make you guys laugh before you hang up. So I'm drinking throat coat, which is hella nasty so i'm going to <laughs> get some honey and lemon, some onions. and some real tea <laughs> and leave this throat coat alone thank y'all have a good night we love y'all take care